it's just different. <laughs> hey, oh, hey. Welcome to Jada and Evolving the Podcast. I am your hostess, Christian. And I am your other hostess, Natasha Soul. It's that voice for me, y'all. I love it. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode. We are so glad that you guys are sticking along with us for this spiritual ride. We are. If you guys are not following us, make sure that you follow us on social media at Jaded and Evolving. That is Jaded and Evolving on all social media platforms. It's really easy to find us. And we just thank you guys for rocking with us for as long as we have. If you guys have been following us on social media the past couple of weeks, you know we hit 100 plays and that's a big deal for most pods because most pods don't survive their first seven episodes this is myth specifically in black podcasting but Mm -hmm. there's this myth that if you can't make it through seven episodes then you're just not gonna make it and we hit 14 episodes and 100 plays so we fucking doubled we did it high five friend (laughs) and shout out to everybody who listened shout out to the sacred space baltimore and all her support make sure that you go down there and shop with angie shout out to my dad he is like a big supporter of this show and my dad thank you um yeah and smg studios shout out to smg studios for just giving us the space to record we really we enjoy it just come in sit down set up they let you drink in here (laughs) it's a good time you let us drink in here. Absolutely. Fucking studio manager. I let y'all drink in here. <laughs> like, nigga. It ain't easy, but somebody got to do it. But somebody does. Welcome back to another episode. How you been, friend? I. This week was crazy. Yes, it was. For both of us. Yeah. Had the goddamn stomach virus. More what likely was Noro. What was that? I don't know. What kid was that? germs? Literally fucking kid germs because it started with my child and then you came over he literally got sick what was that you came over friday Mm -hmm. and i kept him home so he got sick thursday and then we was down for the count for the weekend i told you that shit felt like an exorcism i I went to the wine festival saturday yes you did sunday fucked up i laid up had a pain like right Ooh. here and i was like why does it feel like my gallbladder like when, before i had to get my gall- gallbladder taken out, i was yeah. like it hurts so bad i was like something is going on mm. something is going on with me that first trip to the bathroom Child. i was just like i just want to throw up i need to throw up and throwing up as an adult is not the same as when you throw that up shit hurt it's terrible bruh that earl when nothing comes up mm. hell is- Hell, when your mouth get wet, yo, that's the craziest part. Cause I, I just knew I was like leaning over when I didn't have to. And like the saliva would drip out slowly. And that's how you know, no, I knew when I had more saliva coming out and Mm. it was like, the drips was just like fucking, I had the sink on. I know y'all don't want to hear about none of that. I know, but like (laughs) we were sick. It It was we Hell. were down for the count like my child got sick on thursday it had to be something going around the school because that's just like a thing right now and then literally sickly we hang out we do like our you know weekly meetings on fridays and usually like we at my crib because i that, all the shit is there snacks yep. we eat it like it's a good ass time you do got the snacks so just a friend that got snacks it took no time <laughs> at all for us to get sick like none i was really 
out of it on Saturday. I was like, but I treat, like I told you when I texted you, I was like, I treated this kind of like a spiritual cleanse. I was like, I really must be was, getting okay, all this shit out. How, how does that work? I was very confused when you said that I got what you meant, but I was just like, I wonder what that looks like for you. I know that I started to feel a certain type of way. Like I've been feeling a certain type of way just in general. Right. Mm -hmm. So I was just like, I'm going to just purge this. I'm not going to take any medication. I'm not going to try to fight this past what I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to let my body do what it does and get very in tune with what's happening. So I was paying attention to like my mouth watering because I had to spit up. Right. That's something that I've always known. But then I took it like when I had to use the restroom, Mm -hmm. when my stomach was growling, I just took it as a way to like get more attuned. So I just took it as like a way of being like, let me tap into the different parts of me. Like when I was sitting on the toilet dying, I was like, let me feel my feet on the floor. Yes. Let me feel my body going through this. And it wasn't a good thing to go through at all. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the same way that I learned my body through like my menstrual cycle mm-hmm. and how I don't need a tracker or anything for that, I feel like should be the same way when I get sick. Like, yeah, I knew I was getting sick because, of course, my stomach was fucked mm-hmm. up. But there were signs of like things I probably should have seen before then, like the headaches mm-hmm. or just feeling nauseous. I wasn't paying attention to all that. I just thought it was me not eating yeah. when in all actuality it was me whatever the fuck my kid had like it was just a bad thing so in all honesty that was no point in me even taking the damn Pepto-Bismol girl cause I just got sick again it like by the time you have to take Pepto-Bismol you're already nauseous and that shit makes you wanna just puke right in the little mini cup Sunday when I felt like it was <laughs> still gonna happen because I was gonna go surprise my aunt at church. You know, oh, church is not yes. my thing. Yes, and I was like, oh no, she doesn't get to go. I was gonna go. I'm I'm gonna go tomorrow. Okay. But I was like, I'm gonna go pop up on her at the church. I was like, let me take this Pepto before I leave out the house. Nope. That's when I decided to take That's the medicine. That's really pushing it out. Good. That's really pushing Girl, everything. I went out. to go upstairs and take a shower. I said, nope, I won't be going to church. <laughs> nope. I was like, because I was like, if I if I purge all of Saturday, mm-hmm. taking the medicine on Sunday, I should be fine. Nope. My body was like, you ain't even need all that. You didn't. You were fine. Hell on earth. Why are you? Why are you taking that man me? Hell on unnecessary And now since then, I will say that I do feel a lot less bloated. Yeah. So I guess there are benefits yes. to getting sick. And I was able to just kind of be like, all right, certain things I'm just not going to eat. I did a cleanse. Yeah. I like it. I mean, it's unfortunate, it's but you know, if that's how you go about losing a couple pounds, so the fuck what? That's girl math. Right. Judge your mama. Don't judge me. That's girl math for you, right there. Listen. If I spiritually cleanse my body I lose like three with pounds. a neurovirus I lose three, pounds. Lose three to ten pounds mm-hmm. and maybe like two inches off my waist somebody gotta do it shit but that's not why we're here we're not here to talk to you about our <laughs> shitty butts our swamp ass mud booties. our mud booties <laughs> <laughs> Natasha just had a birthday <laughs> and 30 is slowly creeping up on you mm-hmm. 30 is here for I'm me. I'm excited. Yeah. I think that that's probably the joy of this conversation yes. is the fact that we both find it as a great thing. Yeah. But it wasn't always like that no, because before baby. I even turned 25, yeah. the whole idea of a quarter life crisis, like I had never thought about that before. Yeah. But once that had set into my mind, I was like, oh shit, like I need to get certain things done. Like, that's how you feel. <laughs> you start like, I got to put a game plan in place. But once I got closer and I became a more spiritual person, like that's kind of like 24, 25, 
was around the time where I got more spiritual. Yeah. And I realized, I was like, I really have to stop calling it a crisis because words mean things. Yeah, for sure. This is a quarter life experience for me. I yeah. am getting to this quarter point part of my life and I get to enjoy it and I get yeah. to see my milestones. Like this does not have to be a bad thing. Like age, aging in general is not a bad thing. No. If you're not doing any. If you're not doing anything, that's when it becomes a bad thing because then you look at everything that you regret not doing. Yeah. But I think that's kind of what people do just in life, right? Like you discount your blessings. Yes. So as you get older, right, you hit 25, you're like, I haven't done shit with my life. Right. When by 25, some people have graduated college. Right. And you didn't go to college. You have some type of trade. If you don't have some type of trade, you've you're probably fallen into some type of realm of career, you got right? Married. Like you've been, you've been evolving some way, somehow. You got married. You've had kids. You changed your hair color. You moved out of state. You moved, you moved in general moved out your mom and pop you right. know, your mom and dad's house well even if you've just graduated high school there is something to celebrate right once you you know by the time you reach that point in your life and i think that in turning 30 you, people assume that it's this very pivotal moment mm -hmm. it's not no it's not it's you're still very much stupid you're very much stupid you're still a child you're still dumb what i like to say what i like to bring up is this video that i saw and this girl was just like um once you become an adult, you're really only in adulthood for some odd time. Yeah. So when you turn, okay, we turn adults at 18. Technically. When you turn 19, you're a one-year-old adult. There you go. If That's you a see it way. from that aspect, yes. it makes sense that we're still not that mature. Because technically now you're only like 12. Yeah. Yeah. That makes perfect sense. I made a video the other day on TikTok. <laughs> Middle school I was, age. I was basically saying like, y'all have to stop thinking about the fact that you hit 30 like you so fucking old. Like we so, we're still so young that we're still stupid. Like a lot of us have just had to get insurance on our own. You're probably right. just falling into a place in your life where you feel like, fuck, I need to decide on what I'm going to do for a career. How am I going to make money for the rest of my life? None of this shit really comes up until you hit that 25, 30, you know, that five year gap, right? Mm -hmm. That's really when it starts to, to hit because here I am 30, right? Getting ready to get married. I already had a kid. Like I'm already technically in my career yeah. field on both sides of the spectrum. Yeah. Like I've done a lot of the work. Mm -hmm. So for me, it was discounting all that I've done. You know, like some of us think about what, what do I have to do? What do I have to do? It's like, what else could I possibly be doing? Because I feel like I covered all of my fucking bases. Like my mom didn't allow us to kind of grow up not doing anything. So now mm -hmm. here I am at 30 and all of my friends are like, I still got to do this and I still got to do that shit. I got it. I'm like, I'm damn near done. What the fuck do I do with the rest of my life? Because I'm not where Enjoy I need it. to be, you know, to be financially free and right. be like, all right, fuck, I don't have to work anymore. But I don't want to work a nine to five my entire life. I don't want. There's a lot of things that you still have to consider at this yes. age. So you can't, you can't take thirties so serious. No. You can't. You can't take your thirties. In my opinion, you don't really turn like adult until you're like forty. Thirty is still very dumb years. When my mom was in her, I was in high school. No, I was in college, and I had to do this assignment. And I asked my mom like this question, like, do you feel like you have it all figured out? Or mm. do you like, do you know, like, are you happy at this point in your life? And she was like, at, even at this age, mm -hmm. I still don't know what the fuck I'm doing. No. 
And I'm just like, well, if she don't know what I'm, what she doing, I have no how can I expect myself to really be going through all this and truly understand? Yeah. It's always something new. And we're all, it's, you have to think that it's literally one generation leading the next. So like if them niggas don't have it together, we are not going to have it together. Majority of the previous generations did not have it figured out at all. And they like to act like it. But like, okay, y'all raised us, but y'all only raised us with what your parents gave you. And I, they didn't really give y'all much. I honestly a lot of y'all. believe that like millennials, like we are the first group of people to actually try to try. rear these kids try decently, you know? Like we're not trying to raise them to be like, you got to get the best test scores. You got you to make like, sure that you work for the rest of your you life. You have to be healthy. Like that's all mentally about, well in all facets of your life, whether it be financially, because whether it be whatever. You, you have got to be healthy and you have to be stable. I don't give a fuck about all this extra shit. Your happiness comes at a cost. You're going to have to pay the cost. Like, that's just what it is. You're going to have to take risk in life. You're going to, like, we are the and first you have ones. have to be okay with that. That are just so not lying to these kids. Like, too. we are so unapologetically failing in front of these fucking kids' face. And they're not even scared no more. They're like, well, we're just not going to do it then. Fuck it. To be honest. They are so unapologetic at being they're like, like, like okay, not going to do whatever. it. And they're thriving. They are thriving in their years. The whole, the oldest part of like the younger generation, them having to go into work, half of them are just like, I want to work from home. Yeah. And if I can't work from home, I'm not, I'm not working here. These the, this is the largest group with the strongest boundaries I have ever come across. And, and I, I love fuck them with for it. it. I fuck with it. They not let I look you at them shit. and I admire. They be walking off of jobs. They don't give a fuck. They still finding a way. Still finding a way with no apology. Unapologetic. Oh, you out here doing... Like, this is the OnlyFans situation where they're like, oh, you leave a job so that you could suck dick on the internet. They're like... Yeah. And did. Because yeah. I do it in my own time. And I make And I'm making what way I better money. Are you upset? Because I make... Because I make, they'll say that. I make my year's rent in one week. In a, in a video. For one video. And you you think your judgment is supposed to... That's why I don't say shit. I don't give a fuck. Support your local sex worker. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. Because they making the money. Support your local sex worker. I think that's a part of the risk too. I think and that's that's something that as... Like in our, you know, realm mm-hmm. of being a millennial, we probably don't do a lot of... We're not taking a risk. We need stability. I think we're starting to. <coughs> like trying. half of us are. But it's still like that. In a sense, the people that are taking risk is that racial divide. I also think that they're the ones scamming and shit too. Like a lot of them are willing to do anything to have this level of freedom. It's them making the eBooks about stuff that we already know, like giving you the basic information and you're sitting there like, bitch, I just gave you $50 for this 12 week course. And I knew all this, but at the same token, they can give you all the information, but are you going to use it? That too. So I feel like sometimes, <laughs> right? Like sometimes really the people scam? that purchase the eBooks don't need the eBooks. No. Right. Cause like, we know the basic information. We thought that you was getting ready to give us, because I'm guilty of it, right? Like, I'm thinking you get get ready to give me some shit that I can use. Yeah, I know already. I'm not the person that needs these ebooks. Nope. Like, I just feel sorry for the people that do purchase the ebooks and don't do shit with them. Yeah. You know, like, <clears throat> get the information and do what you got to do with it. But you have to do something with mm-hmm. it. And I think that a lot of us are so fucking tired emotionally that they're just not doing anything. No. They're not. I've never seen so many people in our generation not doing a fucking thing because they are burnt out. 
the myself included to a point. These are the most burnt out fucking people so I've ever come across. Burnt out because we because some of us are looking at the younger generation and we're like, damn, they are so fucking free. How do I get to that? And we're not willing to take the risks to do it because not like they don't have that they fives. are jumping off the fucking cliff. They don't have nothing running fives. with it. They're jumping off the fucking cliff and you're like, these crazy kids, they have a parachute. And they fine. You wasn't looking. They fine. They are set. They are fine. They are finding a way. Are influencing in a way that I've never. It's fucking crazy. I'm not the girl that wrote the girl that wrote the fucking uh um fuck shadow work journal is younger than us. So when I found that information, first of all, I felt like FBI because I was like, bitch, she don't pop up on nothing. nothing. First of all, like when you this girl is. I don't know 23? why her being white also made me feel it's the same type very, of way. And I also, because you don't want to take spiritual advice from people that I just feel like they colonialized, like, if that's where, or colonized. I feel like they colonized shadow work. Yes. This is become, because we In talk about it all the time. spiritual yes. development, they make it look so easy. Yes. Because when I popped on TikTok, of course, the first video that popped up was this lady, and I felt like she was sexualizing a it, See? a little bit she was black though and i was okay. like you falling into that, that, but, whole that line. but she was just like yeah because i just felt like i had to get it together so i used of course she was doing like an ad for yeah. the shadow work journal but i was like are you really fucking using this because journaling is not the only thing that That's you need to do because you doing this ad i i don't try to track anybody else's spiritual journey or spiritual growth but at the end of the day you doing this type of shit, you pandering in a sense, is not gonna help the next person. These people are actually looking for it's the profiting guidance, of it. yes. and your ass is sitting here like, yeah, you making it look good, and it's not. It's, it's the you profit- fucking wanting to fucking rip your hair out. It's you crying in front of the fucking mirror, and your eyes are pu- fucking puffy, and your nose is fucking red. It's you sitting in your fucking bed in the middle of the fucking night with looking up at the fucking ceiling, or like what the fuck am I doing in the with afternoon? My... Because you had to take a day of PTO because you just you don't took a fucking mental you. day like, and you're sitting in in the fucking living so... room with your fucking snuggie and your head your uh fucking hoodie on from the snuggie, watching fucking cartoons because you because you need nostalgia in order know. to pull you back to wherever the fuck. But the nostalgia is actually holding you back because you want to go back. Y'all don't know. Y'all don't know these days of having those polarized emotions when all the fuck you doing is purchasing these journals. You could 369 your way into a manifestation all day long. But if you are not emotionally inept to handle the blessing, you're going to be fucked up. And I don't think that people talk about that. Y'all hit this 25, not even 25, because I'm seeing a lot of like 21-year-olds, 20-year-olds purchase the journal as well. And that's the part that they're leaving out. You are going to get to turn, like, you're going to turn 23, because that's usually the age. You're going to turn 23 where you realize 25 is two years away. And then you're going to realize that when you turn 25, 30 is five years away. So now you're only seven years away from actually feeling like an old-ass individual. So now you start to really... You, you start, start to freak the fuck out about every decision you that you like make. You need to rush it's not that fucking deep. It's not. It's not that fucking deep. There are going to be days where you take a leap on faith. There are other days where you can't even think about taking a fucking risk. There's so much duality and there's so many polarized experiences in your lifetime that you cannot just bet on. I don't know, 169 pages no. of a fucking book that you purchased on TikTok <laughs> to be the deciding factor on whether you get it all together or not. There's a lot of life to live 
outside of doing whatever the fuck social media tells you. Social media is not real. To your point, because you've said that. And it's like, I try to get people to understand that as somebody who makes content like I do, you know, like having a weekly vlog. When we first met, I told you, I was just like, a lot of stuff on social media has actually impacted me because there are times when I'm just like, is this shit real? And it's not. Nothing. But I've gotten to the point where I'm just like, I don't even want to be on this shit. Especially when you get to know (laughs) these people from social media, like... I've met so many people who are, they have hundreds of thousands of followers, right? Like your favorite influencer. You don't have to have a lot of followers to go to these events. You don't have, sometimes it's just as simple as putting your name on a list or sending an email. So I have been in rooms with people that I've never taken photos with because it, you know, it's not that big of a Mm -hmm. deal, but you come across these people with millions of followers and they are just like you. They put their drawers on just like you. They get their hair done just like you. The, there's all honestly there's not even a really a really huge monetary divide between y'all sometimes because some of them are not even leveraging their follower accounts like they're supposed to so please do not take these fucking people serious it's not that fucking deep some of y'all favorite influencers are fucking one missed payment away from getting a car repossessed they living in their mama house or up the street for me. Like, and I mean that wholeheartedly. We go to the same 7-Eleven across the street. We go, we go we to, get our guests at the same Wawa. We go to the same damn dispensary. We in there chopping it up. You are a normal person. You have kids. Your house is filthy. You don't only cleaned off the part. The niggas are seeing <laughs> in the background. Like, we've been around. We've been around. Y'all are human. And, and I think okay. people, right? You you see this shit online. You see them in a lavish car. You see that I have literally been in Miami for instance, we went to Fort Lauderdale 20, what, it doesn't matter, like 2021, whatever. We went for like a vacation. There were influencers on the beach, right? Like taking photos. We were driving by and in the Uber. Can't even fu- fucking they, enjoy yourself. But you watching them falsify. Like they would climb on motorcycles, take the picture and then hop off and walk away because it's not they shit. Or you would see people walking up to you like, can I use your car to take this picture real quick? Like, I'm seeing it firsthand. I'm in Atlanta watching these niggas perpetrate, taking pictures outside of, like, homes that are not theirs and shaking keys and and watching them get back into a a fucking 2004 Corolla and And pull the fuck off. And they go to the Airbnb. I'm seeing y'all. That's the keys that y'all saw for the Airbnb that they staying at for the weekend. That's what they look like. I'm not telling y'all something I ain't seen. They perpetrating, they falsifying it, and y'all num 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 eating it the fuck up, and I feel sorry for y'all, cause it's not that deep. <laughs> it's not that deep. I don't want y'all no, no, to no, be no. twenty five. You what? Whatever age. By the time you thirty, it should really set in, and if it doesn't, I am fearful for your future. That a lot of the shit that you aspire to, because simply because you see it on social media, the shit is not real. No, it's nowhere near real. No. And it's unfortunate at how much power people give it. It's all, like you said, it's to the point where I don't even want to be on this shit no more. I haven't wanted to be on social media for the longest time. It's a chore time. now. It's so, in all honesty, when, so you know how like Instagram took away like the chronological order. Mm-hmm. That's when I And then it. they gave you the, the two options. Like you can go to the, the main page. And the, yes. Yeah. And then. I started doing the following and I was just like, this is not enjoyable as Mm -hmm. the main page. I've gotten back to going to the following and I learned that those suggested posts, you can silence those Mm -hmm. for 30 days. So I did that, but I went back to the following and I was just like, this makes sense, but I'm really using it to clear my, my 
thing off. Yeah. My timeline off. I'm actually doing a mass unfollowing. Yes. I'm like, what the fuck are y'all here for? Like, like I told you, I mean, Mr. Beast is cool, but yeah. I was like, I'm following you. Mm-hmm. And then it shows me all the pages that I see the most. And I'm just like, I really like, I mean, you were one of them, of course. But I'm just like, half of these people, I wish I didn't see them as much. It's like, what space was I in when I followed these people? That's usually when I start unfollowing people. And you know, the way that my mind works, it's always turning. Mm -hmm. So I, it's hard for me because one minute I'm just like, I want to follow all these spiritual pages. I want to follow all these business pages. I want to follow all these content, like content helping pages. And then I'm just like, I only needed you for that one post. Actually, unfollow, like unfollow, unfollow. I think that we need That's like My little sister was saying like everybody has a finsta, and I was like, "What the fuck is a finsta?" And she was like, "It's basically like a dumping ground yeah. for like the real you." And I was like, "That's what I yeah. use my current page for." She's like, "But that's more like motivation. You just need yeah. this space where you could just be you." And I you, was like, "Yeah." And you have said this. You said you needed to make another page, yeah. and I was thinking that too. Like I when I don't no really have to, there. I don't have to have, have any post. follows on. F- <clears throat> followers on there i really just want to see stuff and i can put my little random like low quality pictures like whatever i feel like if i post it all because social media (laughs) is so much more for marketing now that it's lost it's so annoying socializing it's so it's really a space for you to lie it's a space for you to highlight your life because when they made threads they were just like this is really networking and this is better for networking i was like so that's kind of what I use social media for now is like just to market. I've found more peace being offline, mm-hmm. like occupying myself with other shit than I have anything else. Almost so to the point now where like when I post our content, I'm using another application. Yeah. I don't even have to see the fucking social no. media. I just go in there to check to make sure that shit is actually posting. So. It's really, um, I just it's really unfortunate it. that it's gotten to that. Cause it, it used to be fun. so exciting. It's be able to like post before. a pack of Skittles and be like, this is my Skittles. And everybody be like, yeah, girl, look at your Skittles. Or. Something so stupid. Just stupid. This is not funny. <clears throat> this is not funny. <laughs> or you post a pack of Skittles and be like, I stand with Trayvon Martin. Yeah, just, but no, like, like shit, shit like that. And they be like, that is some philanthropy. That is. And everybody posting their black Angela Davis got her fucking Skittles. Like everybody, we having it. <laughs> That's what it used to be. Now All it's like, the black posts that people put up it's like oh, i stand with blm and it's like but blm is owned by white man take that shit down it's it so, is a scam it's such a marketing point now Why I you scamming about people it. like it's, that? it's nuts <laughs> absolutely the fuck nuts <sighs> trauma bonding is not all that bad it's really not it's not that deep like so it's it's a problem when that's all you have to talk about it gets bad when y'all form a cult. <laughs> a cult alliance. A cult alliance or sui sauce, as I mm-hmm. like to call it, packed yes. with it. Because now y'all literally can't see y'all way out of all the trauma that y'all... Y'all dug, dug yourself in this hole and y'all really not helping each other get out of it. Or like one person is happy, but the other person is like, remember, we decided to be sad and it's like... I don't want to be sad. Or you have like good news in person. It's like, mm, that's great. Mm, but like, cool. they don't, they're not genuinely happy for your wins. Cause yeah. they're so absorbed in the fact that y'all met off of this sad ass shit. Yeah. I hate a miserable ass person on purpose. Like somebody who is just miserable because something has happened in their life. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't <laughs> hold on to trauma, right? Hold on to it until you work through it and you heal, but to not be working on it at all. And you 35, like, and it happened to you when you were like 17. 
You've been holding this shit for 18 years. And I'm and saying that therapy about kind it. of condescending and judgmental because I do feel a certain type of way about it. I think that it is very negative that like, for instance, we met, right? We have similar like trauma if you yeah. think about it, but that's not but that's the not basis, our of, basis our of our friendship. Like if anything that strengthens all. our bond, it strengthens mm-hmm. my ability to be empathetic to yes. you. But it doesn't make me feel like I have to feel sorry for this person no. or when she said I have to be sad. Like no. it doesn't it doesn't link me to you any more than it does the things that we don't have in common. Yes. So I think like, it's nasty work when people are only friends because they traumatize. They just want to be sad all the time. Like when you had your um, when you had your job interview mm-hmm. and that was like a very happy moment. Was I the happiest person in the world? No. But I was able to separate that to be because I wanted to be happy for exactly. you. I don't have to be. Nobody is happy about their life all the fucking time. And no. that's a part of spirituality that people need to understand. It's not always fucking rainbows and fucking sunshine. You're not always going to get the best walk in nature. And it's not always the worst thing in the world. Even no. Sometimes it's just like a bad 45 minutes. Like. People got to stop acting like you have a traumatic day and that's the rest of your life. It's the, your life is the worst thing ever. To you happen. used to get a beating and then have to go eat spaghetti in the living room with the same bitch that beat you an hour later. Like you going to learn to literally compartmentalize. You going to learn to, you feel me? Like to, to cope. You've been coping this yeah. entire time, but you eventually have. you get to a point where you can no longer cope. Yes. So you have to go talk to somebody. You have to go work through it. Whether it be a professional that you can afford or just a motherfucker who knows something about something. It's the fact that you're choosing to sit in it is the thing that I can't respect. Why are you such a sad ass bitch all the time? Bitch, every time I talk to you, you're going through something. You ain't never had. I've had to tell people about that. Yes. So after telling me all this negative stuff, I'm just like, so what happened good today? Tell me something good. We we will not. And we're just looking at each other like. So, I love so a nothing? friend who can say like, Real but enough about that. Like, let's talk about Real you out I of love, that shit. Oh, I love it. You do that to me a lot. I, yeah. <laughs> enough about that. Because you know I'll hyper focus on it though. Right. Like that's just. But when I find you spiraling, like mm-hmm. when I find you going down the hole, I'm just like, let me pull her off of this because she can pivot. She has the ability to pivot. <laughs> yes. So sometimes you just have to remind them like, hey, not the only thing that exists. Right. What about this? Mm-hmm. And it's like, fuck that. You're right. Like. <laughs> Uh, it's Gucci. Uh, it's the whole getting stuck in the trauma thing for me that makes me feel like, oh, you just don't give a fuck. Like you just you want to be a sad ass bitch. And people say things like, oh, I, this is all I know, bitch. You didn't know how to braid hair and you learned. You ain't learn. How, you ain't know how to suck dick and you learned how to do that, right? You know. You know. You're not so. Your mama didn't teach you how to suck dick, but so, you know how but to you, do but that. You learn how to do that. She ain't teach you how to cook, but you won't go in there and find the fuck cookbook. Won't find a recipe online. Won't know how to, won't learn how to sustain yourself, but you'll learn how to please that man. You'll learn how to please the white people in that job. So you can keep that paycheck coming in. What have you done for yourself? But you can't, you can't talk about it. Cause now all of a sudden, now you slow or slidal. Now all of a sudden it's the end of the fucking world. Now it's, I can't talk about this. I cannot be held accountable for my sadness. This, this is just too fucking much. And it's like, man, one deep breaths. Right. And two, yeah, for sure. I'm going to check in on you. I'm going to call you in two weeks because you need some time to yourself. You need to go and I don't have out. the capacity for this bullshit no more. I, that's my favorite word, capacity. I don't have the capacity for this. Tell people I work all the time. Okay, well, that's going to be a tomorrow problem because I don't have the capacity for this. 
love it i set a boundary this week as well mm-hmm. Talk to me. um i was you know how like <clears throat> when you come in the door and people try to ask you about work mm-hmm. one of the co-workers was trying to do that and i was just like can you give me a couple minutes mm. before i work on that yeah and he was just like actually yes mm-hmm. come on and he you- was just like yes i just had it on my mind and i wanted to mm-hmm. and i was just like i appreciate you for that thank mm-hmm. you so much and then when i came to his like room to fix the stuff he was just like um yeah i didn't mean to catch you off guard like that i appreciate Ooh, being what, a- apologetic an and everything Ooh, come on, man. and he was just like i'm sorry for catching you off guard it was just on my mind like I you made it click like that and i was just like yeah i just really needed to like set my stuff <clears> down and get my mind prepared for the day like that's why I'm here a little bit earlier. Yeah. And he's just like, no, I get it. I get it. I hate when people do that stuff to me. I apologize. And we we had a mutual. Yes. I want to start this like running thing on my job, right? And I want to inspire everybody to do it. Color coding. I love color coding. So it's like <clears throat> on my. Like emails <clears throat> and stuff. On my job, we have like multiple teams. Mm-hmm. So like if it's a billing thing, let's make it purple. Mm-hmm. But if it's Megan's thing, let's make it like purple with like a yellow dot on it mm-hmm. or just something that mm-hmm. you can specify and that way when I walk in the door and you feel the need oh my god look there's Christian I have to ask her a question you know regarding this account or whatever let me put that on a yellow sticky note or let me flag this yellow mm-hmm. and send this email over to her so she knows within our CRM system that this belongs to her that way you're not walking up to me seven o'clock in the morning hey Christian because I usually am in the door at like mm-hmm. 645 hey Christian mm. mm-hmm Mm-hmm. I ain't even mm-hmm. took that first sip of coffee yet. Like, less. I got a cup on my desk that says there's an ass whooping manifesting if you don't let me finish this cup. <laughs> I might have to bring the mugs back that. out. It was from, like, yes. when I first had a mug line. And my coworkers are always like, I love that cup. And I'm like, because I'm dead ass the fuck serious. Don't ask me anything. until Like, my job also knows that I have a ritual when I walk in the door. You hear me put my shit down. You hear me click clacking and logging in. Once you see me stand up and look around, that's usually when you can start talking right, to me because Christian pop a head up because y'all can't see me over here. So Christian pop a head up. She's a lemur. But other She's than that, checking leave what's going me on. the fuck alone. Leave me alone. I'm doing my job. I just walked in this bitch. It's like a mom when she just get home from work and y'all asking the questions. I just, now I understand what my mama was going through though. Like she just got off of work and I'm like, mom, what's for dinner? Mom, what's this? Mom, what's that? I can tell. But it's the my... other way around, too. Because sometimes moms be having a bad day, and then they come mess with you, and you be like, didn't you just come in the door? I don't know nothing Go about sit that. In. My mama was the queen of going in the room and closing the door for no, the first 30 minutes. Sometimes my mom would come in, but I'm like. It's my dad that does it's shit It's because like I was, I'm the youngest, too. Mm-hmm. So she's like, I'm like. My mama wouldn't, do all that. wouldn't even speak to us for the first 45 minutes. She would literally walk in the house and say nothing to no one and she still does it to this that's day. my dad though he would come in i would usually be on the couch watching tv i'd be like hey he'd be like hey he go to the room take his work clothes off take a 30 minute nap mm-hmm. that's what's happening in the first 45 minutes yeah. getting myself to take this nap and then i'm gonna wake up and we're gonna cook dinner and talk i feel like that is a boundary though i feel yes. like that's an important boundary but i just i don't know i love like a strong communication like you yes you, you fucked up you fixed Mm. it was great i, like I really appreciated that it's that. like a it's one of those things that's platonic but yes. it's, it's like a platonic turn on yes like i love being platonically it made turned me feel on. really good like yes. it made the rest of the day go smooth mm-hmm. like that one thing once you have a boundary and you act upon it and it's like set and it actually and you're works, able you're actually like able a, to set that shit 
You're like, I'm the fucking champion. My ego champion. is like hitting a Dougie. Like, it's just, it's such a good feeling. I am the champion. That's exactly how I feel. It's I have such won a this thing. round in this video game. And you What's did, the though? next thing? And you did, though, friend. You did that one. I did. <laughs> <laughs> you ready to get into these topics? Yes. Before we go any further, um, Afros and Audios is actually next week, um, October 21st and 22nd. And we are covering the media. It so will we'll be, be this doing week. all the. This week. <laughs> it will be this week. Y'all got to excuse me. We in the future and the past. Listen, <laughs> duality. Um, so it's still time to get your ticket. Like literally, by the time you hear this, you'll have like two days to get your ticket. But there's yep. still time to get your ticket. And we have a discount code. And Absolutely. it'll be. And we want y'all here. You ain't even got to stay the whole time. Just come pop you in. You can come for one day. Do the damn thing and leave out. But there's going to be so many great people having so many amazing conversations. Y'all know black people in podcasting really don't go together like they should. We don't chart, right? We're not hitting the charts. So I feel like with this being a community all in itself, we got to stick together. So yes. shout out to Afros and Audio. Shout out to Talib. Shout out to the whole A&A team. Mm-hmm. And we will see y'all on the 21st and the 22nd. Um, mastermind tour the mastermind tour I am hosting this next leg of the mastermind tour in Jacksonville Florida this is the first one that she's hosting the only I'm one out. I already oh. told um, I, I told the I post. said listen Trace you need I'm to you find proud, a way but you better to bring your ass back she um, said find a way come Houston cause get somebody else to do it <laughs> cause, <laughs> cause baby, I'm not doing it no more I'm doing this because I love my team and because I love Latrice shout out to the Kirby Butterfly shout out to Mish Monroe and Street Poet 1125 and the whole mastermind team but um yeah I'll be in Jacksonville on November 25th y'all should definitely come out it's gonna be a great time uh and then the studio that we're in shout out to SMG Studios if you would like to book your time here whether it be in this room or the room next door or just to host an event here um check us out srcarrigans.com but also make sure that you just contact me if y'all follow me on social media it's unprofessional, but shoot me a DM and I'll get y'all to the right space so that y'all can book y'all time. This is a really dope space to be in. Uh, Natasha is the lead IT person here mm-hmm. and I manage the studio. And it's really the lead engineer. Just in I general. Just, I like She do all engineer. kinds of shit. I do. She do all the tech shit. Like if it's something tech you would like to bitch, figure out. If you have your own studio and mm-hmm. you want to figure out how to get that sound crispy. I know sometimes we mess. It's really me to be <laughs> honest because I talk low. <laughs> but if you want to figure out how to get that sound crisp mm-hmm. or you just trying to figure out your, your talk your uh, shit friend <laughs> talk your shit friend you trying to get them angles right Listen. if you're just trying to figure out you know what you would like to do with yes. your podcast hit me up yes yes okay <laughs> great it's a great <laughs> don't play with it Listen, <laughs> let's get into these fucking topics my friends are really successful real life real talk y'all got degrees certifications she's crazy i love that i have such successful friends me too i like bragging on it too i'd be like mm, i got friends that business i got a friend shit. that has a metaphysical shop you feel me shout out and to i be working space. there sometimes yes i'll be there the events the concerts that happen there it's amazing what she's doing for the community for black women for the plant people all kinds of she got she got a plethora okay of a market over of people. she 13. is in pristine 
spacing and there's not been a shop there that successful for this long black either because black woman that, owned because that area has been prejudiced for a very long time not still a double is. minority not still a is <laughs> come on friend come the fuck on friend and doing it and thriving so much so that she can say listen i'll air all this shit out right now and then start from jump with whole new brands whole new everything and it's just gonna work itself out because there's no choice but to that's the type of faith. That's the type of faith I'm trying to have. Shout out to Angie. Nigga. We love her for it. Just in general, like yeah. our nine to fives, like no matter what, I don't think I have any friend that I'm not willing to be like, no matter what career path you choose, yeah. be proud of it. But all of my friends work in spaces where I'm like, oh, you need somebody to do such and such. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know somebody to do such and such. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got a homegirl to work here. Same. Or I'm, I'm very blessed to have that Rolodex of, yes. of friendships. And acquaintanceships. Like, I got people who are not necessarily my friends, but I could literally put you in touch yeah. with somebody and they would know, like, oh, it's coming from Christian or it's yes. a genuine, you know, connection. I love it. I like having successful friends. And also, like, with you, because I gave Angie her props, <laughs> but of course with you, with learning more about cannabis. Like, I've had friends where I just, like, smoke with them and mm-hmm. we don't really talk about, like, what's really going on with the cannabis or the terpenes and all that stuff. But with you, I've learned a lot. Like I've learned to look at terpenes more, even though when I got my card, it was like the doctor that I talked to, she was just like, you should look into these terpenes Mm -hmm. and, you know, try to veer away from this one because it can make you anxious and stuff like that. But it was just like, really with you, once we started smoking together, it made me look at it more and go like, okay, it does have that one that the doctor told me to veer away from, mm-hmm. but that's not the highest one. I can deal with that point zero one. Yeah. That point zero one. And then everything else is like, okay, it's point ten, point nine. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. So you help me. I'm so glad that I am here. For and she get her degree in cannabis, y'all. Listen, I smoke that's so much crazy. weed, I'm trying to get a degree for it. I'm dead ass serious. I just think that black people... I think that should be everybody's go-to. The shit that you really like, just go ahead and get the certs in it. Because why are you playing? why not? Why not? Make money off of that. Why can't I sell dr- drugs legally? I want to... Listen, that's the only reason why I did it. <laughs> that's the only reason why I did it. And of course, it has its other benefits, but the, I really did it for the fact that if I'm going to smoke weed, I'm going to benefit from it. Shit. Right. I'm going to benefit from it. And I also like to know what I'm putting in my body. Right. Yes. Same way I went the herbal route, you know, the holistic route mm-hmm. of things. Whether I purchase the shit from a nigga off the street or I'm getting it from an actual dispensary. I want to know what I'm What taking. is up with it. So that was my biggest thing. And then also having two friends. I am okay with being realistic about who my real friends are. Mm-hmm. Like I do... When I think about it, I'm like, oh, that's kind of messed up because I do have more. When I count the ones that truly support me. Because now you're preaching. I really only have two friends and I'm okay with that. I'm so okay with that. I'm okay with that. I have the friends that only want to have a good time. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. I think I have different but categories. I also friends. have the friends that want to work. Yeah. Will, put, will help me put myself in that headspace of okay i gotta get to work and start doing this shit we'll actually we'll sit together and we can build a business we can do yeah. this shit we can actually it's grow. like a friendship hierarchy we learn each other like you have like this point of friends mm-hmm. and then you have like a set of friends underneath mm-hmm. that, and there's nothing wrong with no. having 
multiple sets of friends. But when you think about that very small but highly important quadrant, I go of to people, them more. Those I are look gonna, to them more. Those are the tribe. ones that I'm taking with me. That's your tribe. Everybody underneath that is like oh, community. But that right there, that's yeah. your tribe. Those and you should only have me. you really should only have about two, three niggas up in that space in, in general. If you got the whole fucking club, if you trying to take shit, the group with you, what you want? Even Gene, Jesus only had twelve followers. And even them niggas turned on him after a while. You feel me? Because wasn't two of them niggas up on the cross with him? He he has niggas no, around him. It was it, it was, was a prisoner and some, old, and some other yeah, people. Yeah, it was two prisoners, but, but some of them did this. Disown him. Fucking Judas. Judas said, I'm about to turn your ass. One of you will forsake me. It was Judas. The first one to talk. Not me, Jesus. Exactly. He was like, he turned his, I know Jesus was like, nigga. I am perfect. And you got me wanting to do some real imperfect ass shit right now. (laughs) My level of discernment is at all. My intuition has always been on point. Me and G-O-D is like this. That is the apple of my eye. He has taught me everything I know. Nigga, I know it's you. Some people believe he is me. What do you mean? I don't know that it's you. The intuition, the body language. I know how to read body language. My intuition on point. Your shoulders up. You got some damn coins in your pocket that you didn't have earlier. What the fuck is going on? Judas was a weird ass nigga too. Like that's how people be in real life. Didn't we just talk about that? Not you going across country with me, and you don't even like me. For they real. killed that girl in Mexico. In Me- that's what I'm saying. Like get you some real fucking friends, and you only need like two of them for real. Loki made a pet with you in the car. Listen, I'm telling and you, I, like and I, I would never. On it, and I, I would never. I swear to God, there's no part of me that would want to be friends with somebody where I felt like. I had to take their life, to or I had to like the time. fight her, well, or I argue really don't with her, like or be you. above her. Like what? How many times have I told you when I don't like somebody? The fuck am I around you for? Your whole being annoys me, and I don't like being annoyed. I don't when like, I feel like having I'm in competition that. with you. Like, oh, this bitch want to dress better than me, and blah, blah, blah. like once you find yourself feeling like that. You need and to you don't come yourself. and you don't correct it like within you yeah. you're just like, like damn i feel like i'm in competition yes. with her and you're just like wait a minute because who am i i Exa- am myself thank you i am in my own lane but you see that person still trying to like oh you gonna wear that out bitch i know i look fine like i'm not That's i'm not one of those we crazy, talked about once like it's yeah. different it's different like you know the friends that can't dress and you know how to talk to them yeah you just like all right we're gonna change that yeah like you gotta directly not Oh, you gonna wear that out? Oh, oh, bitch, not you. Not you, you wearing that, that again? Ray, that's the one that get me, bitch. Not you, Ray. Blah blah blah. Bitch, not you got on. Bitch, not your hair. Bitch, not your nails. Bitch, not the shoes. What about it? If you worried about my nails, why the fuck you ain't take me to your appointment? But you took old girl. Or why you ain't get me some press-ons? Same bitch you get your press-ons from. Come in a cute little box and everything. You worry about my lashes? Bitch, you do lashes. We why you ain't helping me out? At the house. Why you not hooking your homegirl up? Why you ain't put your homegirl on? Like, I smoke so much weed. My friends know they never had to worry about not being high around me. You, gonna, <laughs> you feel me? You play to your strength. So it's like, you yes. don't, why get around somebody when you got to feel a certain type of way about them? Like, I don't get into... I don't get into like weed matches with people. Oh, I'm smoking no. on this gas. I'm smoking on this. Da, da, I got da, da, that da. exotic. Go for it. 
That's but great. do you know what you're smoking? Like that's my thing. Are and we're not sure? ready to go toe to toe either. It's I'm gonna treat this as, as an educational situation. And I'm gonna go about my day because clearly you ignorant. Are you sure it's not crack? You sure? weed? Is it crack? Is it crack you smoke? Like Heron? It's weird. Methamphetamine? Is that? Is it a little? Ugh. In there, they put a little says on in your weed, and I that's feel why like you everybody feel like it's top really like a hating ass bitches on like crack, like it's crack heroin, fentanyl, a perk, a perk. It's a perk. It's because you gotta be smoking dick to be hating on the next person. You should be so for people that are not from Baltimore. Shit. Please tell them what smoking dick Sorry. is. Smoking dick is like <laughs> <laughs> it's like you tripping, like you're doing too much, or you're you're not doing the right thing. You're fucking up, mm-hmm. right? You're smoking dick. You're out your head. You're you not thinking clearly, shit. right? If you think you, that I'm gonna hate on the next bitch, okay? Smoking dick is you're out of your fucking mind. There you go. It's. Smoking dick is the white people version of your skating on thin ice, buddy. Yes. Like, it's that. I like it's it. who do you think you are, pal? Who do you think you are? Yeah, it's like. How dare you? It's like the. That one. Smoking that crack again. Because <laughs> sometimes with white people, it do be crack. No. That's a Coke whole, is their thing. Crack is their thing. Heroin is their no, thing. No, crack pipe. was the black thing. I feel like yes, because Whitney said crack was whack. Crack was what was in the black communities, but coke the white people put the crack there. The government, yes, but so I don't think they black had people... coke. It was the high. It was the high higher echelon white people that had the coke, but I with don't... the little spoon. Crack but the pimps, fault, the pimps had the little spoon. But that spoon. was to get their bitches in order. That was to get the holes in check. Yeah, and that's the profession they chose. Pimping ain't easy, but somebody got to do it. I had a whole company. We won't talk Side about bar. that. Sidebar. That was a talk anyway. Back to you these know, topics. You know you love when we do that. That's um, crazy. Do we have to talk about Will and Jada? No. Okay, let's get rid of it. I'm tired of talking about them. That literally is the topic. I don't give a fuck about if they was married. I don't give a fuck if she fucked Tupac or not. Rest in peace, Tupac. I don't give a fuck. I said this on Twitter. I'm going to say it for y'all. We need to mind our own business mm. when it comes to relationships mm-hmm. specifically. Because everybody's relationship is different. It's always a fucking Twitter conversation. Mm-hmm. You're going to make your man's plate first or the kid's plate. Whatever you see fit, as long as everybody getting fed. I also don't think that if you're not married or nowhere near married, you shouldn't be having these conversations. Like you're single and you have so much work to you do with yourself so that you are nowhere say. near partnership that you should just shut the fuck up. I would be embarrassed if I was you. I wouldn't have an opinion if I knew that you weren't even the proper partner for yourself. Let alone the partner Why for somebody you else. Why in this conversation about if your man came in the house at 3 a.m. and he wanted a hot meal, would you cook it? Because you don't have Do a man. Do you wake up in the middle of 3 a.m. when you hungry to cook for yourself? Good. You taking care of yourself. Great. I'm more concerned about that. Are you okay? And half of y'all aren't, you don't have groceries in your house to feed that man. So let's, let's focus on the problem at hand. I'm a big bitch. If the bitch came over to your fucking house and the shit is dirty and she gonna clean it, that shit. This woman, you just met her two weeks ago and this is your first time inviting her over and it's dirty. Why you ain't call your mother over to clean up? Because Because that's what you really want to do. That's a tall girl. We can have a whole. Call your mother. Call your mother Men to clean want these women to be their mamas so bad and even she wouldn't clean it she would tear into your ass you know grandma no, she, would, she would tear into it but she would clean it 
She would because she, she upset. She mm-hmm. like, you got me over She's here. She's going to clean and complain at the same time, but it's getting done. That's my mom. But that's what a lot but of I'm men want. But I'm not your mama. But a lot of men want that. A lot of men just want a version of their mothers that they can fuck. A lot of men don't like women. <laughs> Black kink stigmas. They like the vagina. They like sex. They like they being able like... to masturbate with a warm body. But men would also fuck a McChicken. So that's why I don't really take too much of what they say into consideration. I think the main thing about black kink stigma is the race play thing and how people it. think that I'm not doing it. That's inappropriate. Like everybody is opposed to doing race play who, because I've seen a couple people that are just like, know? okay, who, you know, you know, I'm lady. on the same website as you. Who, and I just, I've seen I them just people. deleted that account. <laughs> I'm not benefiting from there at all. Not in the ways that I wanted to. It's too much. Anyway, that's why I'm just so I just delete I just literally I think I got like three more days until it's just like all the way gone because it's not even worth it no we were talking about in the group chat too like it's not really a space that you can benefit from we need to make a black one and there is a black one but I don't know what it's called and even would that one be beneficial in the kink community in general there are a lot of predatory people as well I think that no matter what community you're in whether you're black you're white you're purple doesn't fucking matter they're predatory people everywhere predatory against the new people predatory against the younger people that just became of age because yeah. you or like just babies. people that are new to the lifestyle yeah that's what i'm saying that like, are the people new who are people, vetted, period people who are vetted and you know like maybe they have a certain level of knowledge or education that they feel like puts them in a space to be vetted i just feel like people take advantage so much of this space right like bdsm in general Mm -hmm. you don't come into this space to be beaten because you're you want to get your head you feel me you want to get knocked the fuck out like you're not going for a fight you're going because this is something that arouses you it's something that makes you happy it stimulates you in a way people especially black people any black person that i've ever talked to in the kink community is there for stimulation is there for community like there's always a positivity behind it so if you're joining the kink community to fuck people or because you're trying to get your aggression off and it's in an unhealthy manner yeah you're not in the correct community go join a fight club go join a you know a wrestling ring if you don't understand aftercare Mm. like you don't understand all aspects of kink do some work Mm -hmm. and don't try to join a community without that like you can definitely come into the community but you need to be very open about your ignorance you need to ask all the questions you need to have a you know a core set of people that allow people to assess like help you not assess you but like yeah. yeah assist you in your journey yeah but not people that are trying to like take advantage or just fuck mm-hmm. you. Like, cause sometimes people will see that you're Some new to a community do just and, fuck, yeah. and they will take it. Like you said, of the newer people yeah. that are just like, Oh, he's new here. Oh, she's new. Cause it's not just women. Oh, he's new here. Oh, she's new here. Oh, they real green. Hmm. And it's unfortunate. Like I've never come across anything in the King community that was too concerning, yeah. but to hear the stories, you just like, damn. The fuck? Cause it, sometimes it does get a little, it's very weird before we get out of here friend we want to what are we updating the people on we're going to start doing cannabis reviews Mm -hmm. on instagram Mm -hmm. so once a week you will see our favorite strain of the week um i only really 
partake on the weekends. Mm-hmm. So I actually have to go to the dispensary to get something, mm-hmm. but um, they'll probably mainly come from yeah. <laughs> you I mean, or anything I'll, we might have you know happen to yes, try. But we are gonna start doing reviews on cannabis, mm-hmm. and we're gonna share the terpenes. And all the good little stuff that you usually don't see people talking about. And we'll put like a glossary or up that's on rare the for you to talk, see. Yes, yeah. we probably we're probably gonna start with the different strains like indica sativa hybrid, even though that doesn't. At the end of the day, that kind of doesn't matter. Everybody reacts to things. Di- it's indica sativa well, hybrid. Is about the cultivation of yes. the plant. It's not the plant itself. Yes. Which is why sometimes when y'all say things like, I be smoking on that sativa, I be smoking. Mm-hmm. I hear you, yeah. but you ain't really saying shit. Right. What's important is the terpenes. We are trying to destigmatize the conversations that happen around cannabis, yes. but women in cannabis. Mm-hmm. Because smoking Especially is such an unsexy women. thing for some people, mm-hmm. but it is such a sexy drug. It's such a sexy drug. And that's not even the sex appeal or what happens. It's the attunement that you gain to your body. It's the spirituality and the spiritualism and the overall just relationship mm-hmm. that you can develop with your plants, setting intentions before smoking. Just there's so many things that can happen and knowing your terpenes, it allows you to manifest differently. It allows you to change your diet. There's yes. so many different things that can happen mm-hmm. behind knowing just shit about weed. Like the more, you know, the better. Mm-hmm. So I'm really glad that you actually came up with this idea because it does give us the opportunity to educate and it gives us a reason to smoke more. I just felt like it was, it is one of those important parts about what this is. Yeah. We are destigmatizing a lot of things. And yeah. with that, that's one of the main things that we're trying to destigmatize is cannabis. You, you think that is not as destig as stigmatized, but in our community, like when, we are partaking. It's always seen as something bad. Yeah. Majority of or the ghetto. time it's seen as something bad or ghetto. Yeah. But when our counterparts partake, it's, oh, that's so, you know, cool. Or artsy. Let me... It's so deep and woke. It's so different. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And it's just like. So eclectic and artsy. This has been something that's been a part of this. Free all the niggas in the jails our... that are only in there for marijuana charges. Like that part. There's, it's it's a lot deeper than what we'll speak about here. However, my man's was only trying to get some groceries. Y'all know. And y'all locked him up. Y'all, like y'all 20 know. 20 years for what? If you know, you know. So it's for like. For two ounces. At the end of the day, we're going to do our part. And shout out to everybody who is also doing their part. And I think that in doing this, it will give you guys the opportunity to understand that the relationship that you came into cannabis with probably was a very jaded situation, but there's so much evolving behind the plant in itself with legalization and trying to get descheduled and things of that nature that when it comes down to the education that you'll be receiving simply from the post, Mm -hmm. it'll allow you to converse around weed different. Mm -hmm. You become the nigga in a group that know a little bit more. Like, yeah, because blah, 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 You know? Like, where you learning from? Girl, these two big bitches on Instagram, they be smoking this shit. They got the the signs and shit up, but that shit hard. You should follow them. That's what we're trying to do. We're trying to build a community around this shit. We might even do it with psilocybin. Because why not? I have to do way more research with that, but mm-hmm. that's also a part of my cannabis classes, yes. which I'm happy about. Nice. And because there's no real certification behind that, it allows a psycho, us to. Psychoactive 
thing. Yeah. It allows us to, it just, it makes us take more trips. So I'm excited. You got anything else for the people? I can't wait. Affirmation. Yes, bookie. Um, let's see. Do I like this? Let's see. Now you want to act slow. That's crazy. That's some bullshit. That, the app always wants to act slow. I am confident that my difficult days are ending and I'm finding joy again. Mm-hmm. That's, I think that was for you. That's spot the fuck on. That was definitely for you. That's spot the fuck on. I am drawn to positive people. Mm-hmm. I like that one too. There's so many good things happening in life. Make sure that you follow us on Instagram and on all social media platforms. Review, review, review. And rate. We want to hit this algorithm in a way that y'all have never seen. We are going to make the top 100 charts on Spotify, Apple, Google, Chartable, all the bulls. You heard it here first, but we cannot do that without your assistance. We are literally on every streaming platform for podcasts, Apple, Amazon, Pandora, Pandora, Libsyn, Pod, Spreak, Spreak, we're on all that shit. If it hosts a podcast, we're on it. We love your support. We appreciate you guys, but we need the reviews. And if we're not on it, you can always request. And we'll put it up there. It's not hard at all. She literally is a tech guru. I added us to Pandora because one of my coworkers was just like, I really want to listen but i'm only really able to watch through youtube Mm -hmm. i use pandora can you put it on there yes yes i can whatever helps you listen to us easier so we're just here we aim to please that's literally been my whole (laughs) (laughs) oh god we love Mm. y'all we'll see y'all next episode <laughs> okay, I had to make sure that was the right thing. <laughs> I was like, did I put this?